Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Music of Life Church podcast. We're going to discuss the puzzle versus mystery episode. If you haven't heard it, please give it a listen. We're going to break it down so that you can help people who've been hurt by this topic. I'm Pastor Jonathan here with Pastor Joel. Hey, Pastor Joel. Hey, Pastor Jonathan. How you doing? Uh, excellent. How are you? I'm great. What the are your more, initial? Go ahead. Go ahead. The, the more I teach, the more things become clear. That's one of the things we know about the brain is when we're trying to learn new things, we only retain like 25% of the information that's taught to us. Mm-hmm. When we teach others, we retain 75%. So that's why a lot of these teacher type people tend to be tend to be people we think may are like maybe are know-it-alls or smarter than everyone or smarter than <laughs> ever well and, and may and uh, that's largely due to a lot of times these people who have this great desire this this motivation within them to teach things to explain things to other people are in fact retaining the information they have within them better because they're teaching it yeah and that's how i feel about this episode Cause it's this, honestly, I feel like we went for a ride in the, what the flock episode. I think it went really well. I'm really happy with the way it went. I think we took some really maybe uncommon concepts and really did a good job clearing up what these, what these concepts are mystery and a puzzle and how they have impacted the church. And now after teaching it, I feel like I understand it at a level I have yet to and yeah, I'm feeling really good about the way that went. Those are my initial thoughts. I'm feeling pretty good about the episode. Yeah, it's great. Can you give us an overview of the conjunctive? I'd be um, glad to. Yeah, as an overview. So strict and loose side. They both believe the mis- there is a mystery. They both believe there is a mystery. Yes. Yep. And that it they and and not that it's been revealed that there still is a mystery that basically there's information not available to us specifically about God and His will too. Mm-hmm. So strict side would say it's a mystery. You can't know the answers, but try to find them anyways. Read your Bible, study, go to Bible studies, mm-hmm. go to Sunday school, mm-hmm. go to seminary read Bible commentaries, whatever you have to do. But I mean, there's a mystery. You're not going to know it anyways, but you should still read your Bible. Why? Because that's what Christians do. A list of rules, right? The strict side is usually a list of rules. You do these things to prove you're a Christian. Right. The loose side or freedom side would say, yeah, there's a mystery. In other words, We can't know all this information about who God is and what his will is. Just embrace it. Mm -hmm. So the freedom side is trying to read, trying to remove the tension of their lives, the discomfort and using this mystery as a way to comfort themselves and, and an attempt to comfort others with all these bad feelings and issues and confusions they have. It's a mystery. You can't know. It removes the responsibility of, of understanding who God is and what is, and what his will is from their lives. 
So that's like saying the strict side is you're not going to understand the mystery, but what you can do is do all of these good things or do all of these right things and just focus on doing those things. You never, like, you're, yeah. you're never going to get the, you're never going to get the mystery. It's going to remain a mystery, but do these things that are puzzle pieces. Yeah. It's like, you know, shoot the arrow blindfolded and keep shooting it and shooting it and shooting it. Maybe you'll hit the target. You'll never know if you're hitting the target, but maybe you will. That's why it's like, just keep studying, just keep learning. Maybe you'll run into it. You won't know if you run into it. Mm. Maybe you will just keep trying. Whereas the loose side is like, you, you don't need to shoot. No, <laughs> don't even bother. You're better off just embracing the fact that you weren't meant to and created for shooting a bow and arrow huh or like the 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 web the web md stuff where it's like if you're sick if you're sick search on web md and keep searching and find out all the prop you know the problems and all of that um don't ever go to a doctor don't ever you can't it's like you they don't even know you have a doctor you know you i wonder can't. if it'd be like the strict side the the limitation side would be like search on webmd and keep searching mm -hmm. and the loose side would be like don't even bother don't yeah don't don't bother don't it's just gonna in. make it's gonna make you afraid honestly don't worry about it and yeah. and have faith that you know you might get healed or you might die and both, but both sides are sick mm-hmm and the answer has been given to them, but they're both denying that it exists or that they have access to it, even though the scriptures teach us otherwise. So one of the thoughts that I had, I wanted to ask you, Pastor Joel, is it talks about the mystery being revealed and the, the mystery is the meaning of life is that what you would say yeah yeah so why are we here what is god's plan but we but we are so that so that's been revealed it has so when the bible talks about are there any other i'm just trying to think are there any other instances where so the mystery has been revealed are there any other mysteries that haven't been revealed yet or is the bot when the bible talks about the mystery the mystery is the meaning of life is ephesians 4 when jesus talks about or uh when paul talks about jesus being the the groom and the church is the bride and that's the way things are supposed to work yeah that's the mystery i mean there there may be more specific not all-encompassing meaning of life mysteries that have yet to been revealed but nothing as it relates to our walk with god and our ability to do that intentionally nothing to do with 
what God expects from his children in order for us to have this amazing marriage covenant with his son for eternity. Like, yeah, there's information. I don't know, but it's not the mystery. Mm. And there's information I won't, there's information I won't know, but it's not the mystery. Okay. That's where it's, I just like this, how in the episode we're, we're continuing to pull apart all of these different terms like doctrine. And you're not saying that doctrine is memorizing a bunch of scripture, right? That's not doctrine. When you say doctrine. So these pieces of doctrine uh, would, uh, so here's another question. Would my accumulation of doctrine over time would it reveal that mystery or do i need to have god just dump it on me like if i'm like okay this is a mystery i just need to kick my feet up and just wait for god to reveal it to me so if there's something that i think is a mystery in my so let me say it this way. I'm just flushing it out externally here. That's great. Something happens in my life that seems like a mystery. How do I figure that out? How do I help someone go? I don't know why that happened. And it feels like a mystery. So I believe that God, and it seems to me like God reveals mysteries, mysteries, to believers because the biggest mystery has been revealed to believers. Yeah. Yeah. So that would, you know, I would say that there are potentially other things that I don't know that would be revealed to me as a believer. So how do I find those things out? How do I help other people find those things out that they might feel like are mysteries? What Jesus did on earth is something most humans still are ignorant of and, and, uh, and largely don't practice. But every issue he ever dealt with, he first looked at what the spiritual cause of that issue was. Hmm. Humans want to look at the physical, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. I'm sick. Why? Like, I have a cold. Why? Because I was interacting with a friend of mine who had a cold last week. All right, cool. That's enough for me. I have a cold because that person had a cold. I have depression. Why? Because I have a chemical imbalance in my brain. Physical. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the answers humans come up with. That's why I said, you know, in that episode, there's a part where I said the mystery isn't revealed through human effort because we just go from one step to another, moving forward, A to B. I have depression because of chemical imbalance. I have cancer because it's genetic. Right. Jesus always looked to the spiritual first. Hmm. So 
what that would look like for us. How do we do that? Yeah. That's one of the reasons why it's really important for us to understand how our brain works, how our thought process works, which is why we're doing thought process through this season as well. You know, one of the previous episodes was the destructive thinking and, you know, spoiler, we are going to be handling the next thought process in the next episode. Animal Love thinking. Love it. Because when we talk about the what, the why, and the how, which is another model that really covers the same information of knowledge, understanding, wisdom, or the scriptures, the understanding, the, the meaning, and the doctrine. It's all the same model. But the what, why, and the how is this. The what is what happened. The why is why it happened. And the how which a lot of people think is, again, how did it happen? Like what happened? It's like, no, the how is what I like to say in my, in, in my brain, what I think is the manner in which what happened happened, mm. which goes back to thought process, which is intangible. So everything that happened, everything I experience, every behavior, every word happens through a thought process. So if I start there, if I understand the way my brain works, if I understand the way I operate, I can start diagnosing these things at the doctrinal level or at the truth level within me. There's Because there's really only four ways in which something that happens in my life can happen. Mm. Once I understand those four different ways or four different hows, that something can happen, I can start diagnosing these things. So if I have an issue, one of the things I, I would want to do is take a step back and try to determine, well, what was it? My, was it something I did or was it something that happened to me? If it was something that happened to me, well, now, now we're dealing with, do I confront or forgive, right? Yeah. If it's something I did, now I determine if, and I, I don't really know why it happened. I start thinking back, well, what thought process was I in? Mm -hmm. Where was my brain before the event happened? What was I thinking about? What was I feeling before that event happened? And then, you know, that that's really the diagnosis is you're getting down to what's the right information, mm -hmm. trying to figure out what the temperature was like outside, what I was wearing, what I ate for breakfast that day etc 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 isn't going to actually get me down to what is the truth behind this situation that I'm dealing with so really the first step I, I mean I, my encouragement to the leaders out there who really want to learn how to help people is is one I would I would do what you can to really try to figure out how how you can learn how God created our brain nice that's the first step once you understand thought process I mean, that's another mystery that's that I believe has been revealed. Mm -hmm. God has revealed this mystery of the way our brain works. And, and it was something, you know, now if you, and, and it, and it is a truth, it is a doctrine, the doctrine of your thought process. Yeah. Although this information wasn't available just like the mystery of, of the scriptures that Paul teaches wasn't always available. 
you can still see it was always true. The plan, God's will was always true. That This was his plan. He wanted a bride for his son to live for eternity. Even before we knew what the mystery was, even before the mystery was revealed, that was true. Because the mystery is rooted in truth. It's rooted in this doctrine. Same with our thought process. Although this information about the way our brain works wasn't always available to humans. Mm -hmm. It is now. We have this information. We use it at Music Life Church. We see it represented throughout scripture. But I'll say step one, do what you can to figure out thought process because that's what Jesus was doing. Yeah. When he was solving problems, everything was a step backwards. And I, I think Jesus's first question when he was dealing with some issue is this. What's really going on here? That's and I love that so much. What's the real issue? Yeah. What's the real what's the real problem? Because there's what we see and there's what we're experiencing. But what is really going on? Yeah. And Jesus was always like you talk about doctrine as it was always it was always true yeah it currently at the time that you live is true and will forever be true right and when jesus was talking about everything it was like that it was always it this was always the way that it was you know like yeah um this was good from the time it's basically going you know deeper than what is ethical to what is moral it's not right ethics are context yep what is ethical what is what is polite is not what's always moral and that's where yeah those are great you know jesus said eye for an eye you you've heard it taught eye for an eye yeah i say turn the other cheek yeah that seems like a contradiction right well, it contradicts itself in the context. It's really not a contradiction. It's a conflict. But in both scenarios, what's the doctrine? Long-term justice. Jesus is teaching about justice. Right. Eye for an eye is, what's the doctrine behind eye for an eye? Justice. Justice will be equaled out. What's the doctrine behind turn the other cheek? Justice but he's just trying to help us have justice on our side instead yeah. of immediately equaling it out. Like the law meant to do in that context, what Jesus is trying to help us do is have justice work for us. But the doctrine is justice. It's the same. So it doesn't yeah. contradict. Right. Justice will be equaled out. Mm-hmm. Every man will get what he is due. Mm-hmm. That was always true, is true, and will always be true. Right. That's awesome. You know, even when he's working with the context, he's trying, he is trying to reveal these greater truths underlying it. Yeah. And I like what you said to help people with discovering, you know, a mystery or something that they don't understand in their life. The way to learn to address that is to focus on what the spiritual reason for that is and the spiritual reason is not you know god did it or an angel or a demon did it 
it's an one enemy of those, attacked me. Right. That's not that's not what we're saying when we say yeah. spiritual. What we're saying is this this doctrine, this truth to go back to what you said about being sick. Why were you hanging out with that person who was sick to begin there with? There you go. Yeah. Right. And did you know that they were sick? Did you, was that something, or let's even go back further is how is your immune system doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, sure. and then yeah, why great. is, and then we keep going back further. Why is your, why is your immune system weak? How well are you sleeping? How well are you sleeping? Yeah. If you're not sleeping well, why aren't you sleeping? Right. And now we start going back and back and back. And what yeah. we're doing right now is we're going back to the spiritual cause. Well, the reason why I'm not sleeping is because I've been thinking a lot about this issue that I can't yeah. get settled with. I've been waking up. I've been having these dreams. I've been, okay, what are the dreams? What are the things that you've been experiencing? Oh, I'm struggling with X area. Yeah. It's like, ding, ding, ding. Let's let's solve that. And then let's, or let's, you know, dissolve that or let's help that spiritual issue and see if that impacts yeah. everything I'll else watch, going forward. Watch all this, all this domino effect happen and all these issues you think you're really dealing with, you're not. They're all effects of the main issue in your life. And there's studies we've, we've learned years ago, I'd say probably 10, 10, 12 years ago, there was a study we had learned that what well, at the time what they had said is 89% of all physical illnesses stemmed from a thought process issue. Yeah. And the projection was that eventually that percentage will probably increase that it is probably more than that. But point being there is physiological data out there that shows that the majority of the physical ailments we experience are due to a thought process issue, some spiritual issue or intangible issue. Nice. And what's been cool is that Musical Life Church, what we have done, a lot of times it's become second nature for our people to, in response to getting a cold or a flu or, you know, a headache, is a lot of people, their first question is, do I have a contradiction? Mm-hmm. like is there something is there something i'm unsettled with mm-hmm. and it's very similar to how we treat depression and anxiety or panic attacks even where it is this especially depression or this lowering of energy where we've talked about it in the depression episode and in the laborers episode it's like the it, it's like the check engine light it's a symptom Depression's not the issue. The issue is why do I have depression? What's the spiritual yeah. cause or the intangible cause within me that's resulting in this? Yeah. Same with if I have a cold, if I have a headache, I do this especially with headaches for me. I'm often thinking, is there something going on that I need to deal with? I treat it like a check engine light. Nice. Now, I don't work myself up over it. If I can't think of something that I'm dealing with, if I can't, if I'm not unsettled, like, yes, I'm not saying every time you get a headache, it's because you have a contradiction or there's something you're ignoring that you need to deal with, but it is a healthy move. And it's these people who we are impressed with that make this move of when they're dealing with a symptom, Mm -hmm. 
their first step is to think, is there something that I need to deal with? Is there something intangible or spiritual in my life that God's trying to get my attention in that I need to address? And that's a healthy and a humble perspective for people to take. Awesome. Can we look at the three categories of people from the self-esteem perspective, Pastor Joel? Yeah. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. We can do that. Sure. In this episode, we will. (laughs) Okay. Woo. Everyone's cheering. Yay. So the first category of people are the people that in this podcast, we would recognize that they're low self-esteem. They have a low confidence in who they are. Right. A low faith in who they are. We feel bad for these people because that's a crappy situation to be in. And these are people who are taking themselves off course by not taking responsibility for their own thought process and are taking other people off course by saying you can't understand God. And if you try to teach God's doctrine, you're, you're negating the fact that it's a mystery. So these people are often depressed, which happens a lot with people with low self-esteem. They deal with depression and are often putting stumbling blocks in front of other believers because a lot of times people with low or no, especially no self-esteem need to cause other people to stumble in order for them to feel good about themselves. So if I can take you off course, because I'm going to measure my self-esteem against your self-esteem. So if I can Mm -hmm. take you down, I'll feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. Mid self-esteem are the people we, we, in the, what the fuck? I like what we did this week with this episode is we recognize these people are acting, they're acting strong. They're taking themselves out of an abusive relationship. I like that too. So they have enough self-esteem to know I don't deserve this. Yep. Even if I've done stuff wrong, that doesn't mean I deserve injustices to come against me. What it means is I deserve the right to make up for the wrongs I've done. So that's these mid-self-esteem people is they've taken themselves out of the situation where, you know, these people have been hurt by church and they're like, I'm done with it. Not that, not necessarily that I'm done with church, but I'm done with being in a church that's going to hurt me. And then the high self-esteem people, the people we're impressed with, they pursue God and his doctrine, even in the face of being shown where they're wrong. Because being wrong does not take me down in who I believe God created me to be. Being wrong is just another symptom. It's a symptom of having wrong information. Yeah, it's being a human, right? Right. These people know, I mean, that doesn't define me. It just actually shows me an opportunity for me to get better. Exactly. That's it. So that's how I'd see the, in these categories as it relates to self-esteem. Awesome. And then can you remind us of the ultimate answer? Christianity is a mystery. That would be the freedom Mm -hmm. that has been revealed to believers is the limitation. So Mm -hmm. there's your conjunctive answer. This mystery has been revealed. And I'll say why, because we have access. God has made it possible for everyone to have access to the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, God's own spirit, who, as the scripture teaches, 
will guide us into all truth. Mm. And what's really cool, I that ultimate answer is I think about someone who was like the the Apostle Paul. Saul was a guy who had was on the strict side, a lot oh, yeah. of a lot of information. Yep. And then the mystery got revealed to him. Yep. He experienced the mystery, and everything was illuminated that he had learned prior. That's great. And he became an incredibly powerful person because of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit took that information that he had and just allowed him to pen the mystery, directed him to pen the mystery. So when we see these people going, the mystery has been revealed to you, these people that wrote that, it's our goal to help to be those people as well. And to help other people reveal those mysteries in their life, because we believe that we have those same causes within us to do what the apostle Paul did to do, to do what Jesus did. So the mystery has been revealed, but not everybody understands it. I believe you and I do. And one of the things we do, and that actually one of the, one of the effects of these podcasts is we are helping people understand that revealed mystery. Nice. Why or how? By teaching God's doctrine, by teaching the right information that people need. And it does, it makes all the what's and all the why's just kind of click. Like this mountaintop, we reveal the top of the mountain and it's like the rest of the mountain just is in high definition now. I love you bringing up Paul of Tarsus because I've actually preached a sermon on this where He was missing one piece of information. Mm. Talk about a guy who had a lot of the mountain. Right. The most, right. He would say the most, right? Yeah. There was no one that was more. He had it. He was, uh, he was constantly Googling every answer you possibly could Google. (laughs) He had so much information in his He was on his computer Googling. I want to find the answer. Now, when. When that information becomes a benefit is when you have the doctrine behind it. That information ruined Paul's and and other people's lives. Yeah. Until he got that right information. Yeah. But that information didn't change. The information in his brain didn't change when he understood the doctrine. It actually just connected to the doctrine and became more useful. And what I like to say is this, the only piece of information the apostle Paul was missing, Jesus is the son of God. Doctrine, that's doctrine. That's true in the beginning, now, and for eternity. Nice. Anywhere you read in the scriptures, that is going to be true. There's nothing that's going to contradict that truth. And once Paul got that, everything in the Torah that he had already understood, everything in the Tanakh, everything... In, you know, all of his teachings and, and I think his intentions were good. He did what he did ignorantly in his unbelief. Now he's not ignorant anymore. And his unbelief turned into belief in the right thing. So he all of a sudden has this piece of information that allows all the other things he knew to become a benefit for the people. 
You know, he didn't have to reread the Old Testament from scratch. Not that he wouldn't have kept continued to study, but he wouldn't have had to start over. He got that piece of information and everything else just clicked into place. That's awesome. Cool. Thank you, Pastor Joel. This is a blast, man. Yeah. And thank you to everyone who's listening. This has been the Music of Life Church podcast. If you have any questions or comments or you'd like to hear a certain topic, please let us know. We will see you next time.